It's a true neutral. True neutral. I'm Keenan, and I'm Derek, and uh, it's uh, we're late. We're late. Um, we're having technical issues, so episodes are late. Episodes are just not happening. Some of them. There's just lost media. Well, so uh, actually, a lot recently yeah. of lost media. A lot still lost. I tried to combine the words. Oh, I mean, we'll come back around to some of it eventually. Oh yeah. I don't know if we'll ever get the same impact out of grandma <laughs> or releasing bears into an alien world for no reason. Yeah, so you guys can just speculate about what all that is. Um, I, I think, though, I've decided I'm going to save all those lost episodes, and so that you and I retread as little of the same ground as possible, we're going to wait a while, and then we're going to use those ones... For guest episodes. Ah, that's smart. <laughs> that's smart. Uh, Let me help you <laughs> out of the chair. <laughs> Let me touch you. Let me feel. That's okay. So good. So, how, how was your week, anyway? Um, my week was well. I mean, my week was fine up until the end of last week, uh, where I got sick. Sick. I got sick. I had a, a small flu. Uh, laid flu. Up, laid up in bed for a couple days. No, no bueno. No fun. Mm. You know. But uh. No good and no fun. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bad all the way around. <laughs> Played quite a bit of Skyrim while I laid in bed, not feeling good. Skyrim, yeah, that was that was a kind of a good part because I haven't played Skyrim in quite some time. Yeah, except well, it's a pretty old game now. <laughs> yeah, well, I said in quite some time I haven't played it, so it implies it's been around for a while. Yeah, I was just making a joke about how many times it's been fucking released. Yeah, no, it's it is pretty ridiculous how many times one game can come out and. Oh wait, still... yeah, what did you play it on? Switch, yeah, but I did not buy it. I borrowed it. Uh, that's better. But I mean, I was just gonna ask how it played. Actually, um, it plays just fine until like an Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah, just fine. Um, until you get on the horse. Um, the horse can sometimes move kind of fast. Granted, the only horse that I've rode in the game is Shadowmere. I refuse to pay money for a horse, so I just go get Shadowmere instead. Okay. Um. And, but, like, when you jump on your horse, and sometimes, like, the horse turns around really fast. Uh-huh. And when you turn around sometimes, the game just kind of turns into a potato for a couple of seconds. <laughs> but that's really the only time where it bogs down is, like, the, the horse just moves too fast in some of its animations, and it makes the game slow down. Okay. The dragons, I've had no weird issues with like them slowing the game down or anything like that nice. and they're pretty much the biggest and most like intricate thing that's on the screen at any given time yeah yeah i mean except for like lots of people but even lots of people isn't that many people in yeah a game and yeah skyrim is a large game and the towns feel populated enough but everything in between the towns there's there's nothing in between the yeah. towns there's some animals the game I'm playing has a weird amount of dragons in it. Like, I think I've killed, like, 
six dragons already because I'm just wandering around and they're just like I'll show up at an area and it's like oh cool and then all of a sudden a dragon just like will land on top of me and start <laughs> attacking and I'm like why where did you come from eat your soul yeah <laughs> I mean like yeah I've killed them all but like it's just ridiculous <laughs> I'm actually stuck right now in a cave where I'm supposed to be helping an orc kill a giant chieftain okay and uh I don't know. I feel like I'm doing pretty good. My my one hand, like I have a, I just use like a one-handed weapons. Sometimes a shield, sometimes healing magic, and oh. I have heavy armor, right? Yeah, all right. My heavy armor is at like almost fifty. I think it's at like forty-seven. And my one-handed weapons, I have like all the way up to like seventy-five, and whatnot. Mm. And uh, this fucking goddamn giant chieftain just walks over and fucking brushes me with its big toe when I fucking crumple like a little baby back bitch. One hit! Like, there's not been a single time I've tried to fight it where it hasn't just fucking one hit me. And I don't understand. Like, That's the trick. Don't get hit. It, well, yeah, but it's kind of hard. No. <laughs> Especially because my character is not quick. I, I mean, I designed this build to be able to just tank things, and this this is the one thing I just, I can't. You can't. I stand there. I stand there and just launch arrows into a dragon's face, letting the fire breath bathe over me. I don't move an inch for the fire breath. Just fucking let it go. But a giant walks up and fucking taps me, boops me on my fucking snoot, and fucking down for the fucking count. Is the most ridiculous shit I've had to go through in quite some time. I must say. It sounds ridiculous. Uh, There's toys all over. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. It's been fun. Yeah. I I started a second character just for funsies. I I just basically immediately went to the College of Winterhold. I'm doing like a destructive magic character as well. Oh yeah. He's a Argonian. His name is Wizard Lizard. Hell yeah! <laughs> Cha! Cha! Baby needed taken care of. Baby needs. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've been playing Skyrim and yeah. getting sick. Yeah. What have you been doing? I've been working. That's, I guess, better than getting sick. Yeah. I've also um been just trying to figure out more recording stuff i would really like to start doing more recording of our music and my music and hopefully other people's music eventually yeah so i'm learning more learning about all the money i've spent in the wrong places so far so that's fun going blindly and refusing to look things up well like i mean i've been right there with you because i i see well my problem is that I don't go blindly. I just, I look things up, I get overwhelmed, and then I go with the thing that seems universal and basic. And then it's usually, well, basic and not what I need. Yeah. And if, even if it works, it ends up being, like, more subpar than what we're looking for, kind of. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's not, it's not what we need specifically. And 
Like, when we want to do other things down the line, these things will be nice to have. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice to not have to spend the money, but it would have been nice to spend the money on the things that we need immediately as opposed to later. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I also tend to think of it like like our recording of uh, especially the music, um, but also the podcast, um, when we think about it, it really kind of goes in stages where, like... For instance, when you and I first started recording, I think we spoke about before, we started recording on those cassette tapes in the cassette yeah. player, right? Yeah. And it was, we didn't have microphones or anything. We had our instruments plugged in, but we weren't playing them very loud because we didn't want to overpower shit. And we yelled. Yeah. And that was, that was how we played. We and had one microphone. We had, uh, we had the one microphone that we had in the middle of the room. No, that was later. Well, didn't we have that attached for the tape recorder? Uh-uh. Oh. No, we were just standing around the tape recorder and oh, talking. That's, that's right, that's right. And then we just yell at it, and we just had our amps a little farther back. Yeah. yeah. A little turned down and a little farther back. And so we... Because I remember we, that first tape, we like would do 30 seconds of a song, listen to it, and then rewind and record over it, because we were just sound testing yeah. for a little bit. Um, that's right. And then when... Uh, we started when we became Dab and got the, our drummer and everything, and we were uh, doing our first recording together as a band. That was when we crowded the the amps in the semicircle in front of the drum kit and hung a microphone from the middle of it and recorded everything like that through like one track on a mixer and everything. And it's, like, and from there, like, you know, we've upgraded to, like, a bit more of the setup we have now, which is still a basic setup, but it's a far cry from crowding a bunch of amps around a mic and... That's true. <laughs> you know, like, playing it that way. Like, like it kind of, it has evolved in stages as we've gone on. Yeah. I will say, um, just about everything I've watched about soundproofing has made me feel like a absolute dope for buying these pads oh foam pads yeah are they just kind of useless kind of apparently oh and also um milk cartons are also useless um like i've seen physical like the egg 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 cartons yeah Yeah. sorry uh and an enormous fire hazard Yeah, yeah 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 so i believe one of my ideas at one time was to get a like a memory foam insert yeah, for a mattress yeah. and just hang it on the wall. So <laughs> I think that would do about as well as these foam pads. And I don't think these foam pads do absolutely nothing. Like, are I mean, they they have to do something, right? They, oh, they definitely helped our sound just a little bit. But I think that's because these walls are unfinished. Uh huh. And like, they are just flat, hollow, like walls. So. Yeah, they're, they're, anything at all is going to help these, yeah. is the thing. And then we've got concrete walls on the other side, which are... Super bouncy. Yeah. Very fucking bouncy. Very bouncy, so there's... We're, we're, I think we're, isn't even that one concrete? Yeah, this one's concrete Jeez, over here. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, half the room is concrete wall. Yeah, and doorways. Mm-hmm. So... We're contending with a lot when we're doing sound stuff right now. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, it's, like, I'm just learning a lot right now. And in, like, a couple of months, I'll hopefully have saved 
little bits of money and gotten the appropriate gear, and we'll have, like, proper recording stuff. Yeah. I plan on buying pop filters soon. Huzzah! <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be good fun. Yeah. Well, they're, they're real cheap. We don't have very good microphones in the first place, so it's not, like, the, the best thing. And so I'm just going to buy, like, cheap little things. I also found out that if you have a way to, like, hold them, a pair of pantyhose will work just fine. Interesting. Yeah. Like, huh. if, like if you make a contraption to hold it there. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Good yeah. to know. Yeah, stretch them out, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So, that's been a lot of my week. I mean, I've not been doing a lot, really. Um, mostly just trying to keep my head above water and taking care of that noisy here in the background. <laughs> he has a playpen and he's not sure how he feels about it. <laughs> I-, I got the pen because I thought he'd be stoked to just, you know, have a spot to... It's like Rugrat style, and he's yeah. just not as chill in there as I thought he'd be. He still just wants over here. Well, yeah, he's not in the middle of us. That's what babies do. They like to be in the very middle of everything that happens. Yeah, well, it's goddamn annoying sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, That's children's. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, otherwise I've just been chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any news this week? Uh, you know, not really. I thought I had some news, but I can't figure out what it was, and apparently I didn't save it anywhere, so okay. it must not have been that exciting. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I have something I like, would like, I would like to talk about for a minute, because it's a... Uh, kind of uh, relates to a lot of things we like and specifically um stuff that I like uh there's a YouTuber who's just got called out and uh, you know H Bomber guy yeah 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 he he just did a big long video on plagiarism in YouTube okay and like the focus of the last 2 hours of it was a YouTuber I used to watch very frequently I liked his videos his name is James Summerton and uh, I didn't like everything about his videos. He definitely had a misogynistic tone I wasn't a fan of. But, like, that kind of comes with pompous gay people sometimes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I kind of excused it because his overall points were good, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was it was still one of those, like, eh, kind of bad vibes. Um, but it turns out... Like, everything he did was stolen. Oh. Stolen or lies. Okay. And H-Bomber guy definitively proved that. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and his team are good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they did a really, really thorough just takedown of all his plagiaristic acts. And, um, like, I actually, like, I'm... I've watched a couple of H Bomber guys' videos before this, but like, I don't think I was subscribed to his channel, and like, I wasn't paying that much attention to what he was doing. But um, 
one of my favorite YouTubers, Todd in the Shadows, who is a music critic, mm-hmm. went out of his way to make a like like two hour long almost video on just the blatant lies James Somerton tells. Okay, and like not like not like good lies. <laughs> yeah, like just just obvious things that you can check and find to be inaccurate, you know? Mm-hmm. That's... So, like, literally just everything he had done his entire career? Pretty much. Like, everything he'd done on YouTube was, it, like, full of lies and plagiarism. And, like, Todd in the Shadows videos, first of all, nothing like the normal content he makes. Like, mm-hmm. nothing at all. He reviews uh, pop songs, and he does... uh uh, albums where like called uh, like train records, the albums that killed people's careers and one yeah. hit Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, where, I think you'd mentioned that. Yeah, and uh, like they're really awesome videos. And I really, really like his channel, and so like, and I really like the drama side of YouTube too. Mm-hmm. So when he released a drama video, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just a full call-out of all of his lies. And just, yeah, once again, it's not like... They're not things you would think to check while listening to the video, you know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. Just kind of, like, goes along with everything else that he's saying. That makes sense. And so, like, you just don't... Like, if, you, if you're just kind of buying into his shtick, you don't... You wouldn't think to question these little things. But they are, like, when you they add up in the videos, they're, they're big lies. Yeah. And they are all just lies. So, it was crazy to have that call-out from Todd in the Shadows, of all people. Like, you, you brought him out of music to, to do this. Yeah. That's insane amount of lies. And uh the the really shitty part of all the plagiarism and lying is that he was stealing and lying about queer history, which he was like queer history and queer queer creators who he was stealing from. Okay. And he like this whole time he was championing himself as like the queer representation on YouTube, you know? Yeah. And so to have him talk about gay erasure while doing gay erasure is pretty fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. As as a proud queer person myself, it was really, really heartbreaking to have somebody, like, do that. Mm-hmm. That's really, really fucked up. And it's just, it's just a situation I wanted to bring to light... Uh, because it's reminded me personally to be more critical, especially when I like the narrative being pushed. Yeah. Um, Those are the ones you have to pay the most attention to. Yeah, exactly. And I, like, I just had kind of fallen short on that, and that's not something I'm feeling very good about, but it's also, like... It's a thing that happens to... I mean, not uh, not just you, obviously. You know yeah, what I mean? No. Like, it's, it's just we have kind of a, an inherent trust... Like, an inherent trust in YouTubers? Like, it yeah. sounds silly when you say it like that, but we do. We trust YouTubers to be telling us what they know to be true. Mm-hmm. Or their, what they feel, or... It, it, it and, feels... There's the... I, I, I don't like the term parasocial, 
But the the relationship between a viewer and a YouTuber, even at the quote-unquote healthy relationship of I am viewing this as entertainment. They are an entertainer doing something that I would want to watch. Right. right? Not as a... I, you know, weird parasocial, I'm their friend because I can communicate with them through the comments and they can talk back kind of thing. Right. But even on, on that level, you expect them to have a, a, an amount of um, honesty, um, emotional and factual honesty yeah, with or, the things they communicate. Or if they're not being honest, then have it obviously be satirical or parody or whatever it is meant to be. Or... Like, no matter what situation you're in, you, if you if you lie to people, that that comes off as that's a bad that's a bad look. It's a bad rep. It really, really is, and I just don't understand how you could. And like, he was not like the biggest YouTuber, but he had, you know, he was moderate, and he was getting lots and lots of views every time he posted. Yeah, and. Uh, it's it's just it's really gross. He was making a lot of money, and he was like had a Patreon as well that was doing very well, and like you know he didn't not have ads on his videos. So yeah, yeah, and literally within a week of these two videos dropping, his subscriber count just like dive bombed, as it should. Yeah, I I unsubscribed immediately. Um. Cause I, like I said, I was subscribed. I, I liked these videos. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like some of the things that he said during them, but I liked the overall points. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's really disheartening and eye-opening to, to have it all laid out and like, hey, you were believing lies. <laughs> just, just lies. This is what you were believing. It was lies. And... It's real gross. And, like, Illuminati got called out recently and has been getting called out since. It's really brutal. If you just search Illuminati now, it's just... <laughs> it's just takedown videos. It's <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but the James Summerton, after his subscriber count dipped for a second, he just... His, his stuff is gone. It's all just off. It's gone. <laughs> It's nowhere you cannot Aww, find. He's... No ukulele apology video? No. <laughs> Unfortunately not. That would be great to see. James Summerton, if you ever hear this, give me the ukulele apology video. We know you recorded. There was probably, I almost guarantee, there was some sort of apology video recorded. And he rewatched it and went, fuck, I can't upload this. No. Take it all down. Take it down. This, like, Take it all down. There, there is a, there's an apology video out there somewhere that went unreleased, and the decision was made instead of releasing that pile of hot shit. Take it all away. We're just getting rid of everything, and he's he's just gone. He's not on social media. He's not on anything. He's gonna turn into a hermit in the woods, and if anyone ever meets him, he'll deny that that's even who he is. Yeah, I, well, I mean, he had a lot of money to run away with. I'm sure. It's a holiday in Cambodia. It's tough here, but it's the life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's super interesting. Also, I don't know if you saw, but I think either this morning or last night, Gerard released a full statement on his open hand, or 
Oh, I know, I did not. See yeah, there, so he released a full statement. Um, the completionist, if you don't, yeah, know the drama that's going on, he uh, has been accused of charity fraud and other things along the like because uh, his charity, he was, he alluded to having donated when he had not yet. Mm-hmm. None of the money over the course of like what six or seven years, yeah, like that. It was quite a chunk of change, like almost $700,000 or something. Yeah, and um, look, I I have been a fan of The Completionist for a long time, too. Oh, yeah. Like, probably as long as, I think I remember him talking about this starting. <laughs> like, I, like, I've been a fan for a while, and the this this response, he, he took the time, he talked to lawyers, he, you know, he did all the things. And while it should have felt measured, it still felt retaliatory. No. And, like, I wasn't watching him the whole time, but... Because I, I was at work, I just threw it on and listened to yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh... Like, the thumbnail and, like, the times I did look at his face, he looked angry. <laughs> <laughs> he looked mad. <laughs> and... Um, Things aren't going good for him right now. I, I mean, yeah, fair enough. But also, um, I I understand his statement and like he he explained a lot of the legal stuff in like like a step by step way that made sense. But there's also it still feels like there's a well he donated the money. He, it's been donated now. Oh, okay. Since he got called out, it's been donated. And that's what feels weird. Yeah. Because he explained how they had to hold on to it for a certain amount and until it was to a certain amount. But um, as I read in the comments, various people asking, like, uh, hey, it would have been nice to know, like, that you were saving it to a certain amount at any point in time, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout the years of you talking about this and... Or maybe don't say you did donate something that you didn't at any point in time. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. And like he he did he made it sound like he was like, oh some some money's on the way or something. And I'm pretty sure I I remember him saying stuff like I we donated or have donated so much to these charities. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, well, that's what you save to hypothetically donate? Is that what you actually meant? Because that's a really different thing. Mm-hmm. And so his his explanation felt... Um, lackluster? Lackluster. A bit middling. Um, a little bit like... Uh, oh, he did say something about suing people, too. Which is never a good look in yeah, this situation. Yeah, why would you... Like or like coming back at people who are making accusations. Don't do for, that. Yeah, and it's it feels that that feels like a really bad look in this instance because you you did donate it as soon as you were called out. And yeah. Once again, I'm a fan. I will probably still watch his content if it just releases regularly. But um, I also will have this in the back of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't donate to another charity that he's involved with, probably. Yeah. Knowing the lack of transparency on all of this stuff, because there was, he he did explain a lot of legal stuff, and a lot of it did make sense on like a on like a ground level. I understand mm-hmm. like why you would have to do a certain amount of waiting, a certain amount of like 
red tape getting through. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you you have to do that stuff, and it's a pain in the ass. But you should also be transparent with that and not lie about what's happening. Yeah. Well, I also think it's strange because, I mean, there's lots of charities that happen. There's, you know, the Red Nose event. Um, the the Theorist channels do the St. Jude charity live stream. The uh, Jacksepticeye does the Thank Miss live stream every year and raises yeah, a bunch yeah. of money. None of them have seemed to ever have an issue with just raising some amount of money and donating what they make. Right. It's, if charities aren't, and in my opinion, I don't think they're usually like, we'll take your money, but only if you reach this benchmark of money. Yeah. If it's any less than that, we don't want it. Oh, yeah, we actually can't find a use for anything less than $600,000. Like, sorry, no helping cancer today. <laughs> you only had 500000 so we are just not able to take that and help figure out what causes cancer. Our bad. Like that, that's not how charities work in any way. So I just don't understand how that could possibly be a thing at all. <laughs> really? No, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so, yeah, the... There is his response out. I don't know how good it is. I, I'm going to... I'll have to give it a, a listen uh, after we're done. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a thing. Indeed. Um, but I think that's all the real news I have right now. It's all YouTube news. I feel like... Didn't Elon Musk do something stupid recently? Yes, but I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know either. The He's last thing I been remember, very dumb. Yeah, the last thing I remember was him telling advertisers to fuck off. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I that think, was funny. I think we did, yeah. But uh, I feel like something else happened since then. I don't remember what. Something. Yeah. <laughs> something definitely happened. Um, yeah, do you have a story this week or something you want to talk about? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. A little bit of both, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. But then, I realized that something happened yesterday, in fact, that I had never done before. Alright. I killed my first character in D&D yesterday. Oh, oh, oh yeah! <laughs> you did do that. I, I did that. You and went it, full force into death, actually. It was, uh, I mean, yeah, it was kind of my fault. I let the dice decide in the end. I did all the rolls. It came down to the the, the chance of the dice. There was a chance I could have woken up. But, you know, I didn't. Okay. Uh, and, but it was a, a fun thing because I was separated from you guys. Yeah. And I, because I walked into it knowing that I was separated, and I was like, I think it would be so funny if I died while separated from you guys and just none of you knew what happened, I just never showed back up. Like, yeah. For me, that's peak humor. I was like, that would be so fucking funny. It is funny. <laughs> and then I got pretty much that exact thing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know, how did that look from the outside? Uh, you just were gone. <laughs> no, I mean, watching that happen, sitting there at the table and watch, watching oh, that happen. right. I, 
for for me personally, I I saw that you wanted to die from the second we sat down, so I was just w- waiting to see how it happened. <laughs> like for for me, that was just all right. All right, this is a suicide run. Let's <laughs> see how he bombs. I could have won. There it, was every chance that I I rolled really bad on my attack rolls. There's every chance I could have won that fight. I not I wouldn't say every chance. I think I had a pretty good chance. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh I think the whole plan for that was for you to like start and then get transported back whether you liked it or not with the thing. I wasn't going to take it with me. Well, I know you that wasn't your plan, but I- <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was everything else in that room's planned. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it was certainly Joe's plan. Yeah. And he fought so hard to not let me do what I, I think there was at one point I just looked at him. And my I didn't say it, but with my eyes, I was just like, you can't stop this. <laughs> like, this is going to happen. And it did. <laughs> It was a fun thing, though. It was I, fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. It was fu- it was fun to watch, and like just just knowing it was going to happen, I just saw it. Like know. like sitting on the sidelines and watching a train wreck in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. And like it's it's cool to watch the pieces of metal fly away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a big loud noise, and everybody's a little surprised, even though they knew it was going to happen. It's great. <laughs> Just like watching a train wreck. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm deciding what type of character I want to make next. I, I've come down to two two choices. And it, it ultimately it comes down to... I don't know. Do I want to be the most useless wizard ever? <laughs> and just take... I mean, there's no useless spells... Well, but, I'm, I would argue that I'm the most useless bard at this point. <laughs> so, I mean, you'd be in good company is what I'm saying. Yeah, I would argue that there's no spells that uh, are useless, but I can take ones that definitely won't be very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I took really selfish, like, vanity spells. Yeah. None of them are very effective in combat unless you just want people to stand still or laugh. Or... I was thinking I could come back and be some kind of paladin and actually be useful. That'd be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Would it, though? It would be kind of funny, yeah. To have me actually be helpful and not a hindrance the entire time? Well, you're never really a hindrance. You're just, like, you're definitely chaotic. (laughs) I, I don't know where the other part of that alignment falls, but it's chaotic. <laughs> Neutral, probably, then. Yeah, chaotic, chaotic. <laughs> True yeah. chaotic. I, I think at one point yesterday, in the middle of that, I actually yelled at, at Joe. I said, I'm an agent of chaos, let me be chaotic. You did say that. <laughs> he is yeah. also an agent of chaos. Yes. So, I'm not sure. Maybe being a paladin. Just some sort of very chaotic paladin. Alright. Because that's, that's useful, but also kind of a loose cannon, which is yeah. fun. That's also what Gregor ooh, was ooh. when Gregor died. Was I have a, I have an idea for, like, character style of that. It's just like, a, like, 
a drunk that uh, that like lost God and then found a new God <laughs> a, a, while drinking. Yeah, and, and so like, like he's just like he he's there and he's he's praising and he's doing the thing he needs to to keep his magic or whatever. But he like he does it with a shot. Yeah, yeah that that fits you, and like it would be it would be funny to have that like life story. You no, know, like, it might just be time to get the old accent back <laughs> out there, in there. But it would be funny to have the backstory of like you, you were a former priest who is now a paladin, like yeah, like a former paladin who is now a paladin. <laughs> like, what kind of oath do I want? What kind of oath did you previously have? Ah, that's a good question. That, that's what's funny. Because they're like, yeah, because now you're drunk, and then what do you choose then? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what did you choose when you were, like, honest and good, and what did you choose when you got, like, you know, sad? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> not sad, just drunk. <laughs> uh, look, they go hand in hand. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes you just have a problem. Those those things go hand in hand as well. <laughs> There's not always. No hand in it. There's lots of happy people that have a problem. The, okay. I I can't really dispute that. <laughs> but I can also say that they'd be happier without the problem. Eh. I can dispute that. <laughs> I didn't say they'd be happier without the substance. I said they'd be happier without the problem. <laughs> I uh, worded fair, that carefully. Uh, fair, fair. You know, you're right. We need Soma for the people. <laughs> oh, goodness. Go read I'm not some... sure we do, actually. No, that's, that's, that's a dystopia. It just looks really pretty. Yeah, it's fair. Um, it does. Yeah. Hey, um... <laughs> Where are you going? Sorry for the sound of a rocking microphone. Uh, rock, do you rock, have a rock, review? Rock, rock and roll microphone. <laughs> yes. Um, so I got I I got the uh, Meta Quest. It's a it's a pack that's it's kind of like Game Pass, but you get two free games uh, um, a month, and you get uh, discounts on games and stuff. It's 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 more like PlayStation Plus, I guess. Okay. Um. But it's I I got two games the first month for when I signed up and it was uh, Angry Birds VR okay and NFL Pro or something. Mm, neither of those particularly sound like fun. They don't. They they didn't sound like my sort of games. But I I am going to talk about Angry Birds VR, which I did play. <laughs> All right, and um, look, it's fun. It's fun what? as hell, actually. <laughs> I find that very hard to believe. Look, I I only played Angry Birds a couple of times and it's it's pretty basic and not really my favorite mobile no, game I've, I've ever played. I'm not an Angry Birds fan. No, I, I never know. understood the craze for it. I I get it cuz like it's like Peggle. Why the fuck do people like Peggle? I don't know what that is. But um it's one of those games where all the balls are in a loop and you shoot a ball in and try to get like a three or four in a row and you, oh, you make no, it smaller. Oh, I like that. I get that. It's good. It's satisfying, um, but that's uh, the Angry Birds. It's it starts to be a puzzle after a bit. Like you, uh, the first ones are just like knock down the thing and get all the birds, you know, mm-hmm. or get all the pigs. 
Yeah, get all the pigs. Yeah, yeah. You you there's throw some, birds at pigs. There's some weird lore in this game, and it's like in there's a movie. Yeah, um, that's fucking nuts. Anyway, this this is it's the same basic concept. It's just 3D, and you get to fling them back in a little slingshot. Okay, right. Um, so you you take your bird, and you got you know different types of birds for different levels. You got like a zippy bird. You got a big bomby bird. You got yeah. Yeah, basic bird. Yeah, and you you know, pull your slingshot back, and you have like an, you know how hard you can fling it, and all that. And um, in every level, there's like three or four or sometimes five positions for where you can um, aim your birds from. Mm-hmm. And there's different like uh, structures that are harder, easier to knock down, depending and. You know, like, because it's 3D, they can, like, hide birds or hide pigs in certain little spots. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go to the other spots to make sure that you um, can see all the spots before you even throw a bird. Okay. And um, it, it makes the puzzles, the, the puzzle aspect of the game more interesting and challenging. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really makes you think about how to use... Because you get a specific amount of birds in a specific order you don't get to pick which bird you use where yeah 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 yeah. and so you have to think about how you need to use that to get all of the pigs in those those amount of throws strategize yeah and so the the puzzle aspect of it is actually really fun and it's not like it's not like super complicated because it is like an all-ages sort of game but it's also not like super easy because it's a 3d you know, you got to think 3D, and you got to think 3D and like dynamic movement from bird. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. Like, it's fun to play. I have I've been having a good time when I get into pl- when I have gotten to play it. Hell yeah! Um, Beat Saber also just uh, released a new uh, OST pack, so excited to try those out. Fuck yeah! Uh, I've not gotten to play a lot of VR lately because, once again, I have been working a lot on music stuff. Let me review cleaning and stringing a, an acoustic guitar, an acoustic electric. <laughs> um, well, first of all, it had sticky residue on it from when we used spray glue. Uh, right. Yep. 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 That's okay. a pain in the ass. Yeah, so... I think um, I'm still finding that on my BC Rich in spots. Yeah. So what I what I ended up having to do to get it all off of the stuff was uh, I took a baby wipe, and I just had a paper towel at the ready, so um, I just fucking scrubbed real hard with the baby wipe <laughs> because it's not like it's not rough enough to scratch, mm-hmm. and um, so I'd scrub real hard with the baby wipe, but you get all wet, and I just like phew, go over that same section with a paper towel real fast, so yeah. I didn't leave any standing water on the guitar at any point. In time mm-hmm. and uh yeah i just did that over and over and over again yeah. damn yeah it was it was a lot of work and i cleaned out all the all the gunk in my fretboard so there's no like weird spots from where i play too much well that's good and i'm like yeah it's just it's nice i cleaned it all the way up and i got it pretty new strings on there Gotta go make sure they're still in tune probably right after this. <laughs> I also got strings for my uh, classical acoustic 
Oh yeah. I'm scared to do that one because they're, you know, really nice and the guitar's really nice. I inherited it and it's mm-hmm. definitely the most expensive thing in my house. <laughs> yeah. And it's been kept really nice the whole time, so it I like it probably hasn't depreciated in value and if they stop making it it's appreciated. It's, yeah. It for is sure. Nice. Well, how many dabs for Angry Birds VR? Oh, all right. Uh, probably eighty-three. Eighty-three. That's a that's a respectable score. Yeah, and the the only reason I knock it down for anything is, well, a it it is a child's game, and it doesn't feel like there should be child games on VR because children shouldn't be on VR. There's already too many of them, and they're really not supposed to be on there before they're like thirteen. It's bad for the little developmental developing brains mm-hmm. like it's just actually bad for it we don't know the consequences of what's going to happen when these kids are developed from vr like this yeah it's weird and we should not not really push those boundaries until we've at least seen where they are mm-hmm. um but i i don't like that and it is a little bit chuggy at points if you get like if you throw like a really fast bird things will like chug up just just a bit mm-hmm. and and you know that's that's just annoying from um a title that definitely has enough money to do that yeah yeah how many dabs for uh cleaning and restringing an acoustic electric guitar oh fucking 95 95 huh. i love doing i love doing stuff like that um it's really satisfying to get done with the the minus five is for the high E, which is just really scary. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, it's not a scary string. It's so thin it can't do hardly anything. It can snap and cut you. You've never been cut by a high E before? I know how There's... many of those I've broken, and I've never been cut by one. Uh, you've, never been, you've never broken a fresh one? You ever broken a fresh one? No. Why no. would I break a fresh one? No, you don't try to. It's just during stringing. That's never happened. I've never broken a string during stringing. Oh. I have done that. I've done that a couple of times. The high E just sometimes you just... I guess actually one time I had an A string break during stringing, but it didn't like snap. It just like... From oh, unwound? Down, it unwound from the bass. Yeah. And well, that can would... happen if you pinch it weird at the bass. If you separate any of the the coils huh like uh what probably happened is the the little things on the bridge that hold it these little bits can mm-hmm. sometimes be a little bit uh more sharp edged mine's a wrap around so it goes through the thing and it wraps up and around oh okay and well. it like unwound from like down here like at the bottom of the the wrap around it was yeah. just I think it was just a bad string yeah, honestly that's that's also possible the I, the, the only the, the reasons that would happen is like a kink yeah a, a kink or like getting caught on a hard piece and just like the nickel coil just got fucked up and yeah. came unwound yeah. makes sense um that make sense uh, <laughs> all right so cuz i've just been thinking about music so much lately if you were if you were going to get a signature guitar, what would you do? Oh. Man, you know, I'm not sure because 
I mean, obviously, it would be a BC Rich. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't do anything but. So. Yeah. Would, would you Would you change the shape at all? Like, like, let's say you are like, you are sponsored by whichever company. Obviously, BC Rich for you, but uh, like, you were sponsored by them. Oh, to, please, BC Rich, <laughs> please. To, to do this, like, this is your signature guitar. You can do whatever you want to it. What does it look like? How does it play? What is it like? Is it just a warlock with your own design on it? Yeah, probably. Like, I really love this classic warlock design. Um, I I do like this headstock that I have here. It's got it's um like the two thirds heart like devil horn headstock as compared to like the standard yeah. U shaped devil horn it's, it's, headstock. It's the W. It's yeah. the W for warlock. Yeah. Um. I really like this body style. I really like this 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 design. If I was going to change anything about it, I would have it be a one piece. I wouldn't uh, yeah. I would I would have it be a through body just one piece uh guitar. Um I would probably have some fun inlays on the the frets. Yeah. Um mine would probably be something, I don't know. I really like graffiti style art. That's what most of my tattoos are on me is just that very kind of graffiti style. Yeah. And so it would probably be like different like graffiti style designs that I could fit on what the fretboard. What if it was just your tattoos? Oh, that would be fun too. Yeah, just a bunch of my tattoos on the fretboard. That would be fun too. Yeah. Um I'm not sure what the design that would go on the body would be though. No. Would you just do a unique colorway? I might. <laughs> I might just do it like. I might even just do like a like a almost like a sunburst pattern, but do like a black and hot pink sunburst kind of thing. That'd be sick. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Or or maybe one of those uh, almost like a pearlescenty type uh, color on it. That's got like the it would be like the hot pink that would kind of pearlescent into like blues and purples a little bit. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it wouldn't be anything super fancy. I don't know a whole lot about pickups. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't know much about that kind of. I thing. actually have listened to a lot about pickups lately, and it doesn't really matter. Choose the ones that you like. Well, the ones I have in my guitar, this the Warlock Bronze series I play, which is just your stock standard Warlock. It has it's all original. It's got the BC Rich fucking yeah humbuckers in it. I, th- I think those are humbuckers. I don't even know. <laughs> the double I... coil. They're double coil pickups. I know that much. Yeah. They're definitely not single coils because you got two singles and a double on your. Yeah. I think LTV. the I think the humbuckers are the flatter ones. I'm not sure. I've just been listening about pickups. I haven't been watching about pickups. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just like this is a really standard like dis- setup. I would make sure I had a wraparound bridge like this. I have. I mean, I've had Floyd Rose bridges. I've had through bridges like that one is. It goes all the way through the guitar. No other bridge on any other guitar I've ever owned has worked as well as the wraparound bridge I have at the bottom of this guitar. This thing is fucking amazing. It works so good. It just it keeps tune so well over time. I can pick this guitar up at almost any time, and if it's not in tune, then it's just barely out of tune. Yeah. As opposed to my Floyd Rose over here, which uh, is always a little bit out of tune. 
Yeah. No matter how many times I do anything. And that's my ignorance of a Floyd Rose, but also, it shouldn't be that hard. Come on, yeah. I watched a couple tutorials. There are string locks on there. They're supposed to lock the strings! Yeah! I, <laughs> fucking, I tried. I tightened the back. I untightened the back. I did it evenly. I don't know. There's it, even these cool string locks now. I don't know if those are the ones, the type that can do it. But there's a, a cool type of string lock you can get um, for those guitars where the one uh, that goes onto the, the low E... Um, it'll just be like the little nut that you screw down or whatever. Um, you can tighten it down to like whatever tuning you want and then you can pop it up and that releases enough tension on it that it drops it down. So you can have it go from like an E to a drop D. Oh, that's it's just cool. like you, you can reach over and just click and then you're playing in drop D all of a sudden. That's pretty sick. Yeah. And then you can just click it back in and it just clicks it back up into E. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fucking neat. I'm like, oh, okay, that. If that works the way they say it does, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I can also see potential for that just really fucking up the tuning, though. Yeah. Definitely. I could see that really fucking up the string itself. Yeah. If it's clicking onto the string to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, it would have to be to create yeah. the tension. We'll get those, you're going to get those thread unravelings we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't just snap it. Yeah. There's a lot of tension there. That's, Yeah. So it would have to be a careful, like, cushioned maneuver inside that mechanism for it to not cause a lot of damage to the string every time you did it. But if it works... If it works, that's really cool. Even just, like, even if you do it as a gimmick for one song on stage, you do it, and oh, yeah. in mid-song you click into drop D for the breakdown or whatever, oh, you know, yeah. you do some shit, and then, like, you, you play that song, you know, that one... So- the one song you use that guitar, and then you switch back to a different guitar. But you did the gimmick with it, and yeah. everyone loved it. You know what I mean? Oh, like... yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's worth it just for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mine, mine wouldn't be nothing too fancy. I don't think. Yeah. Just basic ass guitar, make it look cool. Oh yeah. Got to be a warlock. Yeah, obviously for you. Uh. And I'm going to go through, and I want whoever makes it, I want them to make double sure that none of them wires are going anywhere. <laughs> tight wires. Yeah, tight wires, everything solid. Just, maybe just, like, almost have it just inlaid, like, set in so yeah. there's not room for it to wiggle around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I preemptively am adding that to my guitar. <laughs> that's... There are, like, six guitars in here that need that basic repair. Yeah. Most of the time, it goes out either on the wires that connect to the frets themselves or the wires that connect directly to the fucking input jack. Yeah. And the input jack wires, that's the problem I have with my Warlock is the input jack. And it's a pain in the ass. Nothing I do fixes it. No, you just need to solder. And we're bad at that. We've established how bad we are at that. I've tried soldering. I'm really bad at it. Uh, no, so uh, I think my guitar would probably um, be a Gretsch if I could pick any brand. Okay. I, I've I've only played a couple, but they feel and sound the best, like just the best. Um, Semi hollow body. Mm-hmm. Because that that tone, God, I, I, there's nothing better than that in mm-hmm. my opinion. As far as uh, electric guitars are concerned, I like a semi hollow body, and I, it would be like, like uh, throw a Bigsby on there. Nah, no, no. Nah. Nah, 
just just a just a nice just nicely made semi hollow body. It'd probably be like this kind of this kind of shape. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a standard two horn. Yeah, off center. I always call that the rocker dude because it looks like someone in a crowd going woo like at a show. Oh yeah, yeah. I that. <laughs> but m- most of my electric guitars are that shape, and I like it. Um, I don't really like a lot of the weirder shapes because, like, I all right. One guitar I actually just hate. Like, I hate the look of, I hate to play it, is a Flying V. I knew you were going to say that. I, I hate it. It's uncomfortable to play. It's <laughs> uncomfortable to look at. I The only time it looks really cool at all is when you've got it, like, propped up on your knee. Yeah, you can power stance it on the thigh. Oh, yeah, that, that looks all right. But, like, I just do not like the look or shape of a Flying V. I think they're dumb. That's that's, that's that's my hot guitar take. That's fair. Um, Do you like the the, the Dimebag Daryl guitars? It's, it's kind of like the mix. It's got the the wide flare at the bottom, like the V, but it has almost kind of a body shape of like a warlock. Uh, oh yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. I I don't know because it's it's more jagged. It's it's like a warlock. It's like a dancing guy. Yeah. You know, it, it's it is not a, just a V. Yeah, it's it's just the. I don't know. It's I don't know what I don't like about a V. It's just dumb. That's but I had one for a brief period of time. This this just standard yeah, rocker dude shape is is just real great for me. I've never had any problem with it, but I would definitely do like some fucked up thing with the design. I've already yeah. seen the Blood Splatter guitar that uh Avenged Sevenfold did that in like two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Looked fucking great, but can't do that one again. I always imagined that if you had a, a custom guitar, it would look a lot like similar to your old stickered up bass. It would. I, I always imagined that your design would be eclectic and like that. I it. I definitely would want it to be weird. I'd want you to look at it and go, "Ah, that's that's one person's design." <laughs> you yeah. Know? Uh, but like. I don't know. I, I would have to think long and hard about what I actually put on there. I just know the base color would be like a like a forest or an emerald green, and probably be sparkly. Yeah. Yeah. But I imagine I, I would put some kind of either blood and or neon on there. Not like physical neon, not like an actual neon light, but mm-hmm. maybe. Right. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, like, hang on now. Yeah, actually, what if, like, it just, like, as an inlay all the way around on the outside, there's just, like, one neon light? Yeah, and yeah. And just, like, a white neon light, so it's just, like, is an aura. Is there just, like, a... Is one of your switches on the guitar that yeah. turns it on? Yeah. And then you just have, what, would it just be, like, a 9-volt a in the back? Uh, you know, something like that, or maybe it only works when it's plugged in. When it's plugged in, yeah. Yeah, but, like... No active pickups. I, I was gonna say that when we had the pickup discussion earlier. No active pickups. I don't need no fucking battery to fucking power my fucking pickups yeah. on my guitar. Fuck that. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I would have like if I could actually get that to to work, that would be really cool. Yeah, just be neon neat. all the way around the outside, and it, it would look like a the underside of those fucking street racer cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that'd be cool. Uh, 
But yeah, outside of that, I think it'd just be green, and I I would definitely have this the this lighter whatever kind of wood this is. I'd, okay. Actually, if I could just make it all out of bamboo, <laughs> just just for the aesthetic purpose of calling it a bamboo guitar, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. You probably could. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. I'm not sure how. It might be easier to make an acoustic guitar out of bamboo. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, it's it's a semi because hollow you, body. It's a semi hollow body, but I feel like you still need like a hardwood for that. Yeah, maybe maybe just a bamboo neck. Yeah, maybe. I don't know the tension of the strings. Maybe. I get it produced by the best wood presser ever. Wood presser ever. Wood presser ever. <laughs> Wood presser, I hardly even know her. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would take some time and think of something fun and uh, for the inlays. Uh, uh, overall, I that would that would be the the main thing. Maybe a tube of neon under the 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 string string bits. God damn it! If you're making your neck out of bamboo, don't man, you're just gonna. Break neon all over your hands. Cool. No, I I mean um, under like where the, where the brand name is up there. Oh, like on the headstock. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't think of any of the pieces up there at all. <laughs> By the tuning knobs is the first thing I tried to go for, but I could not think of tuning knobs. <laughs> um, twisted yeah. my own tuning knob trying to think of that. Well, I mean that part's still gonna be made out of bamboo. Yeah. It's still subject to the same amount of pressure as the rest of the neck. I told you I'm going to get the best wood presser ever, and he's going to do it right. I wish you luck with your bamboo neck. Because oh, you're making, could, basically if, making bamboo press board. If I could make my frets out of bone, that would be sick. Okay. Bone of what? I, my first thought was fish. Fish bone. Yeah. Like oh, like thin little fish ribs. Yeah, just to go on the frets. Like also all the frets instead of being whatever that like light metal or whatever that is, just bone. Yeah, yeah. The way you said just to go on the frets, it reminded me of uh, Grandma's Boy when JP was like, "I want to get you a black cobra, just to go around your neck." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. How would you make a custom guitar, listeners? Go ahead and let us know at trueneutropod.gmail.com. I'm honestly interested. Or would you make a custom guitar? Would you maybe make a fiddle? A or beetle? a drum kit? Or perhaps a bass guitar? Oh, what can we do to make it a custom accordion? Yeah, that's that's great. Um, when, yeah. you, when you expand it out, it makes a mural. <laughs> it's one big panorama picture. <laughs> that, that sounds actually really cool. <laughs> like those books that have pictures when you like fold them. Oh, slightly. then you could write a song, and as you go, it would tell a story with the picture. Yeah, as the song went. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So tell us what instrument you would customize and how you do it. Or maybe it's not an instrument. No, tell us what instrument you customize. That's way more interesting to us personally. And this is what this is about. It's about us personally. It's a, I mean, that's what this podcast literally is about. Sorry about that. I'm glad you listen. <laughs> yeah. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're but, also True Neutral Studios on the YouTube, the Instagram, and the threads. I'm oh, shit, to dab is that himself true? on Instagram and threads and True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. 
And we are getting more content out. We promise. We have these channels. We have these things going. We're having technical difficulties getting the episodes out. If somebody wants to donate a nice computer, I, it will speed things up a lot. Because literally, literally the, word, the computer we're using just, like, I, I, I keep losing stuff. And granted, I should save and export things faster. Um, but it is it is crashing at an alarming rate. And yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I check the CPU usage, like the disk usage, and it's like less than 15 megabytes per second, and it is overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. So, like, but I'm bear with us. I'm really mad about the lost content. Derek is... Um, ambivalent. Ambivalent. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, about the lost content. So, um, you, you can join one of us in those emotions. <laughs> And just know that uh, I no, do, the I, true tricksters will join both of us. <laughs> I do have a, I do have access to you, the old Faye. episodes, and I will be getting um, all of the true neutral ass onto that feed, and the true neutral true crime will all go up at once. Hopefully, this Is, Thursday. Uh, hopefully, if everything goes well, I do have Wednesday and Thursday off now, so I'm going to try and take Wednesday to do a lot of this. And, uh, yeah, it's just, once again, that is all having to take place on this same computer that I just told you about, so... Yes, indeed it uh, is. It is, it is... Slow going. It takes time. I have to go into a different program, download the old files, uh, make sure that they are compatible with the, uh, with Acast, upload them to Acast, and type out all the information for every episode. And so that's it. It just takes time, and I have two kids. One of them who does this all the time. Indeed. So, yeah. Also, um, if you're listening to this as it came out, we just finished recording. I am going to stop recording, <laughs> put the theme song in, and upload it straight from us to you. That's about as live as it gets without actually being live. Yep. Mere moments ago. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye.